0: okay so lee it's just you and me yeah we thought we'd do a couple uh i think we're trying to do a couple kind of quick fixes here and there you and i have a little more time jeremy uh has got a new baby at home so things are a little more busy for him but uh yeah you've been watching a lot of stuff i've been watching a little bit of stuff i'm still kind of chugging ahead working I actually had more work than i knew what to do with in the last couple days so that's um, good yeah it's good um but I've still been watching stuff and I think I'm prepping for our next big podcast, which we're going to record tomorrow. But we thought, why not? Let's put out some content. The people we care about need us. You know, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking on my hike today. The people who listen to this podcast are the people that, you know, we care about and who care about us. I mean, we wish there were more people for sure, but <laughs> yeah. but we'd like, but
1: in times like these, yeah. yeah,
0: we could provide some much needed entertainment for them. So, um Yeah. What have you been watching? What did you want to talk about?
1: Well, of course, you know we've got uh, our next major podcast coming out—major podcast, whatever you want to call it—weekly episode. uh, I believe we're going to be discussing Castaway, um, another look back at the year 2000. I've been doing a little bit of work on the Nolan retrospective. um, Been getting getting going on that. So there's been, you know, the movies for the podcast that I've been watching, but you know, amidst my time, kind of the way that my job has been going is I'm spending some more time at home where I'm sort of on the phone or sending emails and things like that. So I've been putting on a lot of movies that are, that I can have on and half pay attention to that I'm not too concerned with. For example, uh, you know, the opposite example is that the other night, the other day I watched The Tree of Life. So I I had to sit and actually like watch that, but I've wanted some movies, I've wanted some movies where... I could just kind of have on and watch a little bit, but I wanted something that wasn't Spencer Confidential. Um,
0: (laughs) You love regular that movie. I
1: really do, which I haven't seen. (laughs) But I I, I checked out or I revisited, it's been a really long time since I'd seen either of these, uh, Donnie Brasco Mm -hmm. and Rounders, which came out in
0: 1997
1: and 1998, respectively. I'm glad Um, those are your
0: two movies, because those are two movies that I've recently checked out.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah, both streaming on Netflix. Yep. And, but, and I'm glad you've revisited them too because I think that'll help the conversation. But I did. I found it interesting that I happened to just randomly choose these two. These were both movies I really liked in high school. Are they, uh, and
0: I think one's 97, 198. Is that
1: correct? Yep, yep. Donnie Brasco, 1997, directed by Mike Newell, Al Pacino, Johnny Depp. Um, and then Rounders, 1998, was directed by John Dahl and, of course, Matt Damon and Edward Norton. Um, I just Netflix. thought it was... I thought it was in yeah. I thought it was interesting that I I kind of randomly selected these movies. Like I said, I liked these movies a lot in high school, and it's probably been since then that I've I've seen them. Definitely Donnie Brasco. I'm sure I've caught bits and pieces of Rounders on TV over the years. But I was as I was watching, I was like, why did I like these movies so much in in <laughs> high school? Like because I'm watching, I'm like these are above average movies. These are, I, I enjoyed both of them, but like they're not great. And I realized they're both, what, what's interesting about both of them is they're like, they're the way that they're told, the way the screenplays are written is they're essentially like tutorials right. for like what the movies are about. Like Donnie Brasco, unlike Goodfellas, it's not like about like glamorizing the life. It's about like telling you how you to behave as a mobster, telling you how to get supposed to talk, how you're supposed to hold your money, not in a wallet. You put it in a wad, like right. all these things that like <clears throat> that lefty Al Pacino's character is teaching Johnny Depp. It really is just, like, teaching the audience, like, hey, here's, like, the little ins ins and outs of being a gangster. And then Rounders is the same thing. Rounders is just, like, talking you through this life of high-stakes poker and, like, why it's not really luck. It's why it's a skill game and, like, what you're supposed to do and what the good players do. And I found that interesting about those two. And I think that is the answer as to why I liked them in high school because, like, those things were cool to me and learning how to – do those things was kind of a cool way to structure a movie. Looking back, I'm like, yeah, these movies are fine, but yeah. they're not like, you know, I just thought they were they were they ended up being perfect movies for what I was looking for. They were great to just have on. Um, what do you think about when you when you re- re-watched them?
0: Well, I got to be honest, I I didn't finish Donnie Brasco. I was I found it kind of too rudimentary um to really wet my whistle. Um, I like Rounders a lot. I think uh I think that's the better certainly written movie. Those guys have gone on to work on billions and a couple other pretty famous things and I think that there's some talent there. Um I like the way it's written. It's I think it's a little less procedural than Donnie Brasco, but I just found mm-hmm. the Donnie Brasco thing so artificial. And you look at I think I probably watched it around the time of The Irishman, you know, just cuz it was yeah. on Netflix and you you know you got Al Pacino in it and um you know it's not a very Good performance by uh, Johnny Depp.
1: I agree. I yeah. really didn't like him. It made me want to watch some other stuff because it's been a long time since I've really paid attention to Johnny Depp as a as an actor. So I'm wondering. I, I kind of want to go back and be like, okay, is this guy good? He's a good Jack Sparrow. Yeah, he's a good
0: Jack Sparrow. I, I, think, I wonder. I, I like the because I like the Pacino performance. It's it's insecure. You know, like he's mm-hmm. a tough guy, but he's insecure. Yeah. And you don't see that a lot um, from him, yeah. But yeah, it was just—I think it was just a problem with the script. You know, you got the yeah, the excess
1: stuff is so cliche. Yeah, the, it's the very, and hash character. Come very on, very cliche.
0: Um, and 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 just just the way it's—you know—you look at a movie like *Goodfellas*. You know, they're not exactly—you know—apples to apples, but it's around the same time, and a movie like that is so much better written than this. It's just—it's. Yeah. It, and and the way Scorsese directs, you know, the conversations, little like pieces there. This is the you know, there's like improvisation and um, Donnie Brasco. It's just it just it just feels like a movie. You never, I was never able to sort of escape from it. It just felt very written.
1: There's just such like some like such ridiculous scenes, actually in both of these, maybe even more so in Rounders and Donnie Brasco. But like this it's like these, there's multiple scenes involving a lion. In Donnie Brasco, Yeah. Which just seems so out of place, and they're like feeding it in the back seat of a cab. And all I could think of is like what's what's the next step here? Um
0: and no but one then, gets eaten by a lion though. Right. Nobody gets eaten. Uh, they're yeah. just the they just what's the point?
1: <laughs> they just like have like give each other a lion as a gift. Um and then rounders, there's like there's so many like eye rolling scenes. There's that scene where where Matt Damon and um uh jesus what is her name the uh yeah uh, woman, gretchen uh, mole no 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 not his girlfriend the the oh, woman fomkin who's in all the, yeah fomkin jansen is they're they're s- sitting down and just like so seriously watching a rerun of the world series of poker with right. johnny no, it's ten like a, yeah, yeah, a
0: tape it's a tape yeah, yeah.
1: a tape of and like and like salivating it like, look at how sick like he's got him, look at how good he is. And I'm like, this is silly. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, this. Fu- it's funny, it's like
0: moments like that, they just feel I don't know, is it like artificial? Is that why we don't like him?
1: It's just I, I think it's taking itself way too seriously. Like if you wanna if you wanna explore this world yeah. where poker is a skill in a real game and not gambling fine like that's that's an interesting concept but then to take it to the point where these these people are so serious about it that they spend their downtime studying the like silent maneuvers of pro poker players on on vhs like (laughs) i don't know that's just silly um so anyway that's uh those are the two uh so let me to, put a that 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 picture. Finished, first. finished recently.
0: <laughs> is this is this a mo- Are you like, are you like um, watching this down in your basement? Like, or what are you doing when you're watching these movies? Are are you pa- giving uh, them your undivided?
1: Uh, no, I well, I would I would. They don't have my undivided attention, but I'm not like leave. I'm in the room the whole time. Um, so I'll admit, like I, I'm you know I'm not prepared here to talk about you know how well the movies are shot and whether or not they're you know connecting all the dots perfectly I'm sure there's things I'm missing I kind of have them on while I'm working and sometimes that means I'm answering the phone and pausing it and sending an email while I'm watching it and so it's sort of you know I'm like 75 percent watching the movie yeah um and that's why I picked these movies. And like like I said, Tree of Life, I know I'm like, I can't work and watch Tree of Life at the same time. That's not fair. Um, so I got that rewatch out of the way the other night, which was, you know, conversation for another time.
0: Oh, no. God damn it.
1: I felt like I had to watch it again because we were talking about doing A Hidden Life. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, can't, I can't do A Hidden Life without refreshing my memory Wait, on I Tree think, of Life. I'm sure we will still do A Hidden Life. Yeah. And you'll hear my thoughts on Tree of Life then, so... Tease.
0: Well, I rewatched Uncut Gems. I bought it on. I
1: did. I digital. bought it too, and I, I watched like half of it, and um, that was a couple of weeks ago, though.
0: And I mean, I liked it, and I stand by my number one movie pick, but it definitely was not as impactful a second time. I agree. Um, which I, I, I I'm not surprised. Um, you know that movie is such a roller coaster ride, and like I was thinking about a roller coaster, right? Like you get off a roller coaster and you've done it for the first time you go again, I mean, are you going to have the same time? Yeah, it's not the same. It's, um, I mean, part of that movie is the impact of seeing it for the first time, seeing each piece of it going along for the ride. And, you know, like seeing it in a movie theater, like you're talking about, you know, being distracted. And I mean, I think, you know, one thing we're going to learn over the next couple months, uh, doing these podcasts, we're going to, we're going to have to be, try to be as focused as possible on these movies, but it's hard to do at home. It's hard to focus on stuff, even when you i mean I sat down with my undivided and you know by myself to watch uncut gems and um you know it it you pause it you you know there's there's a certain there's inevitably some disruptions
1: yeah i i think it was it was interesting 'cause i I bought it a couple of weeks ago and I immediately you know started rewatching it and I was enjoying it, but I kind of felt the same I was like it didn't have the same quite the same uh draw and then you know i <clears throat> for whatever reason, I shut it off. I think I just, it was late. I went to bed and I haven't gone back to finish it and that that never would have been the case had that been my first time watching it. Right. So, like, right. I think knowing where it was going as much as I love the ending of that movie, like, I just didn't need to get back to it and see it. So, it doesn't doesn't negate the the movie's quality. <clears throat> I just think, I think the first time seeing that is, that's the type of movie where the first time is really impactful and it makes a difference.
0: Um, your number one movie was Parasite. Yes, I I, I have a feeling that movie's going to have better longevity. And that I think so. That's not, <clears throat> that is that's something to say that anything against Uncut Gems. I I mean, you know, it's I'll never forget that theatrical experience. Um,
1: <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I think I think there's a lot more to uncover in Parasite and that's more of a credit to Bong Joon-ho than it is to a discredit to the safties, I think. Like, I don't know that Uncut Gems is a a super layered story. I think there's... No, no, no. It's a very visceral movie, and it's the experience that you're having that you're responding to. So, you know, that you can only have that so many times. I mean, I, I, you know, if you went back... If you watched Uncut Gems in the theater and then never watched again and went back to it again in 10 years, I think you'd probably feel similarly the second time. But watching it a couple months later, you know... On your TV as opposed to in the theater, I think it's just gonna inevitably be a different experience where when you're watching Parasite again you're you're uncovering different layers of the story, different metaphors, different things that he's doing. and I just think that just speaks to the uh the skill of that director with that movie and like how, how that's such a culmination of everything he's he's done um you know, and that's again doesn't make uncut gems a lesser movie it's just no. a different kind of experience when you watch it the first or the second time and you can say that about a lot of movies i mean you know think about you know goodfellas you know you can watch that over and over and over and over again but godfather maybe you don't watch over and over you like you watch it once every couple years or something sure, like i sure. just you know but those are both amazing movies <clears throat> Anything else you've caught up with?
0: Um, well, I've watched contagion a couple times. Why? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, it seems to be, First of a, all
1: why, a, why a couple times is this?
0: <laughs> my, my, uh, my stress has been sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, but I, I just, I read it, we read it, it, you know, like everybody else did that movie went from like, I read 250th of the most popular Warner brothers movies at the time to number two. Um, and so wow. it's super popular right now, but um, of uh, yeah, of course, for obvious reasons. Um, but then I just bought it because I, I knew I was going to watch it again. And I, honestly, I just I, we we reviewed that movie when it came out back in 2011. I can't remember. I would love remember, to go back yeah. and listen I, to.
1: Yeah, that's true. I wasn't one. on it. <clears throat> you weren't on it. No, I can't remember. That was we had like that was mostly the B team, um, yourself included. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I
0: mean, I'm definitely on the A team now, right? Like.
1: Well. <laughs> i guess so because <laughs> none of the other guys would come back we called them all and then we got to you
0: <laughs> uh, <fucking friends>. <laughs> sure <laughs> uh, but uh yeah so i uh, um I, I i'm really you know i mean obviously there's the obvious parallels to what's happening now and some things are relevant and some things aren't um but i i honestly am just marveled at at soderberg honestly um I just you know he's a filmmaker i have always appreciated and we've you know reviewed a couple of his movies on the podcast but uh boy i i'm just so impressed with him and like you know he's he's somebody he's i think a real a true artist and <clears throat> I, I i was sort of thinking about like i mean i've moved my edit station home i'm sitting there uh, sitting at it right now and i think about him as like somebody who shoots and um, edits all his own stuff, and I've got this, you know, like there's sort of parallels to what's going on in my life right now, and I I just have so much admiration for him, yeah. um, but I I do think that I I I I have found in the past that I, I his films are often um, they they aren't like your your uh your Fincher movies where one comes out and you, you have to see it. And you know, like if, if a Fincher movie came out for us, like in the next couple right. years, we would, we would make a big thing of it. And, <clears throat> um, but, uh, honestly, like I, um, but I think his films are just a little, like just a little bit of a step down. Um, they feel
1: rushed to me at some, at times. Like, yeah. And, and you know, like, he, maybe that's cause a lot more come out. I mean, two. At least two came out last year, right? And he's yeah, already. he had two.
0: He had two movies out last year.
1: Did you see the Laundromat?
0: No, I really want to. Um, it's not very good. It's not very good. No, but I'll just say, like, I, I, I find his, I, I, I think what he does in Contagion is really impressive, and I think, um, I think he uh, that movie feels robust. It, do, it doesn't feel rushed. It feels like uh, kind. I, I'm sort of amazed at how he was able to make this movie so efficiently. Um, you know, and he shot it himself and there's the, I've just been seeing stills of behind the scenes of him just, you know, kind of like he's got his hand on the red can, the red one, the movie, the camera that the we, you, me and Jeremy got to use on our, on our respective movies. And, um, you know, it's just kind of sitting there on a tripod. There's not a lot of fanfare to his, but he's able, I, I think he made a really compelling movie. Um, and, and I'm, I'm super impressed with that. I think that that's a. <laughs> I love that about him. I love that he, and he actually didn't edit this one himself, but he had, he had his uh, longtime collaborator edit it. But um, yeah, I just, I'm really interested in his process. And um, a lot of times that sort of supersedes the quality of the movie for me. But in this particular sense, I think he really, I think he really nailed it.
1: I wonder if the big ensemble piece is his biggest strength because, you know, you think about contagion oceans 11 Traffic is one of the films I'm most looking forward to revisiting this year from 2000. Oh yeah, Like those are arguably some of his, you know, better movies. Not that there's some other, not that there's not some other good ones in there, but um, I wonder if that's just something that he, you know, works with his process. Well, you know, I feel like maybe there, when you are working with an ensemble and a lot of actors, there is sort of a necessity to like move quickly and, you know, you have a lot of stories, storylines to cover. You know, you're all he's always got stars, so I'm sure he has, you know, <laughs> contracts and days and stuff that he has to hit with these people, I'm sure, having other things going on. Like I wonder if that's just a a process that works well for him. Um You know, I'm looking through his his filmography here, and I don't know that there's a lot of big ensembles. I mean, you know, there's three oceans movies. That's for, yeah. You know, I
0: mean, and, and like Logan um, Lucky is a ensemble and yeah, traffic is an ensemble and yeah, there's um, a lot and, and Contagion is an ensemble.
1: Right. So yeah, I mean, I just think, I mean, there's some guy like, I think Aaron Brockovich is a good movie. That's not, I think, you know, that some of his smaller ones, like, you know, the girlfriend experience and, uh, unsane that, you know, well, maybe not great movies, but like really interesting movies to watch. I think, are effective as well. And those are small casts. So I think, you know, it, it, there's two sides to it, but you know, I, I wonder if there's some more conversation to be had, um, in terms of that with him and just being, you know, what, what he's best at, what's he, what he's good at and why those movies seem to work. Mm. I've had no interest in watching contagion or outbreak or anything like that. Yeah. It's just been, I don't. I don't need <laughs> really need that right Even now. More stress in your like, life. Like when I'm watching these movies, I'm like really trying to just escape. So yeah. Um, well, you're a better been, man. They've been than me. helpful. Um. All right. So, well, uh, we're going to try to get a few of these out here and there. Whether it's the two of us, you and Jeremy, me and Jeremy, all three of us. Um, yeah. Just so people have some things to listen to, myself included.
0: All right. Well, everybody, stay safe. Distance Indeed. yourself socially, enjoy some movies at home. We should start, we should recommend more. Check our back on our Instagram for recommendations. Yes. Um, and if you are not on Instagram, you can ask your wife to go and look on Instagram.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a great point, Now All <laughs> of our listeners should adhere, it, adhere to that. <laughs> All right. All Take right, care. See you.